Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm going to be breaking down how your identity forms your habits. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. So this is actually the perfect topic to discuss right now um, as I've had a recent name change in my business. I've shifted gears from Sapphire Training, which I've primarily ran um, to do my in-home and um, personal training and yoga sessions here in Minneapolis. And I'm switching gears to um, rebranding by my name, Andrea Clausen. So why the name change? Basically, I'm kind of forming a new identity and it's going to be geared towards online group coaching. So I'm still doing my in-home clients that I currently have and um, really adding on my online component. That's kind of my big thing this year is I've got lots of life lessons that I've learned this past year since becoming a mom. Some of them were definitely intense and others were life-changing. So this transition, um, I've kind of discovered a few things about myself and training and putting it all together. So I've been working the last few years of how do I blend my yoga, love, my fitness love, and then now recently Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is kind of the ancient wisdom, um, and it's just old philosophies. So I've broken down some of those, um, and I'm calling them my peaceful power practices. So those habits that I believe in personally um, will help you live kind of a more aligned life. So I'm going to be discussing this more as the year unfolds. And I'm also going to be sharing some of the most personal stories that occurred this past year um, in an upcoming podcast. Uh, Right now, I'm still kind of fully formulating my message around them so it can better help other women who might have went through something similar this past year or any time, you know, basically it's going to be around, you know, becoming a mom for the first time or just kind of losing yourself because that I think also happened for myself um, definitely right after my son was born. So once I kind of wrap my brain around all of that, um, I'm going to share a little bit more detail. So um, on to today's topic. We're going to start out with a few questions. So I want to ask you these. I want you to really think about them. Think about what, how you would answer these. So ask yourself, what is your identity? Who do you believe you are? And then what does the world think of you? So then how did you come up with that identity for yourself? So typically when we do that, we start to give ourselves labels at a very young age, you know, such as I'm a girl, I'm smart, I like dolls, I love basketball, I have a lot of friends, I either love or hate school. So those are some of the labels that kind of stick. And then those are the ones that we identify ourselves with. So I'm going to give an example in my own life, how this kind of played out um, and kind of the direction that we're going to go today. So, for instance, when I was younger, um, I started labeling myself as an athlete. You know, I played three sports in high school and in college. Basketball was definitely my favorite and main sport. That's who I identified myself as, a basketball player. You know, I was the girl who loved the Minnesota Timberwolves. I still do. Um, And I was also a talented basketball player. That's probably debatable at this age. (laughs) But going into my junior year of college... I kind of had a shift. I really started disliking basketball. And kind of getting really real, I had a disagreement with my coach. And I'll actually tell you the story of this because it's kind of funny now looking back. It wasn't at the time. But uh, we first started having disagreements. Um, so I, again, I played three sports in college and I played tennis. And tennis players, we tend to wear 
especially um, it was the early 2000s, early to mid 2000s, um, we just wore like midriff showing tops and tennis skirts or shorter shorts because if you play tennis, you have to reach up your short essentially to grab the ball out to serve or to play to play tennis in general. So you have little shorts underneath them. So I'm wearing what I always wear and I was helping our tennis coach out giving lessons at an all sports camp. So I'm wearing what a typical tennis player wears. Well, our basketball coach was in charge of this camp and she had came by and saw what I wore was not impressed. Um, you know, she's like, you're teaching little kids. That is not an appropriate attire to be wearing. Well, I was very stubborn and I was like, I don't understand. I don't see an issue with this. The, you know, tennis coach doesn't, doesn't either. So, um, you know, lo and behold, I gave in because the head men's basketball coach was in charge of the camp. I respected him. He had asked, can you just do this for me? I don't see an issue with this either, but just do me a favor. So I'm not going to get yelled at. So I did. And um, that was kind of the start of our little rift, I would say, between me and this coach. So then I um, went to basketball practice as I was going to soccer practice because I was in season in soccer and tennis practice. So I was running to three sports, like literally six hours of practice every day after basically going to classes all morning in college. So our first basketball scrimmage comes. Um, I was expected, I guess, to be a starter. The coach does not even put me in the game. She puts in a girl who had never been to a practice because she was in volleyball over me. I was irate and I was like, this is this is what we're going to do all season. You're just going to play head games because we had a disagreement and I was out. I was like, this is not fun anymore. If this is what it's going to be. I two of my other close friends, they had transferred schools because of similar issues. And I was just like, I'm not going to deal with this. This is something that I can solve and I'm going to remove myself from the situation. So basically by removing myself from that situation, I removed a big part of my identity. That was who I had thought I was. I thought I was a basketball player. So now I am no longer a basketball player. You know, I'm just playing soccer and tennis. So my soccer story is another story for another day, but that's also a crazy how I even got started playing soccer. But that was kind of the first eye-opening, like, huh, if I'm not a basketball player, like, I was embarrassed to tell my high school classmates that I quit. They're like, what? The, you know, that that was you. Like, who are you? You know, they didn't know who to think of me as. So I actually read a book called um, How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci, and that literally changed my college experience those last few years. Like, I really... Um, you know, I would say I kind of started embracing that yoga side and kind of that hippie side and that vibe just because I was like, this is, this resonates with me. I opened a whole new creative side to myself that I didn't know I had because I was so already labeled as the basketball girl in my mind. So when we think of that, when we think of, okay, what identity might be like that in your own life? Is there something that's just so deeply ingrained into you that you haven't even thought of? Is that really still who I am? You know, maybe there's something you want to shed or something that you want to gain. So what was that label that you gave yourself in the beginning when I asked, what is your identity? So do you like that label? Is it something that you look at and you look at your daily habits? And I would be able to see by looking at your habits, yep, that is who you are. Or do you have a few identities maybe that you want to shift? So what have you been telling yourself these past few years that have been creating those habits that are forming around this identity? 
because just like myself, of course, my habits around my basketball identity is I played basketball literally every day. I would shoot at least 10,000 shots every summer. Those were my habits surrounding my identity. So you certainly have little habits that surround whatever identity that you are telling yourself. So I'm going to go through a few identities and, you know, habits that we might be avoiding. So let me know if any of these are sounding familiar. So I don't have enough time to work out. I don't have enough time to create my own business. I don't have time to go to yoga. I don't have enough time at home with my family. Maybe it's, I have to check my email in the morning. I could be missing something really important. I need to stay up to midnight. I'm a night owl. I don't have time to eat lunch. I can't go to that workout class. I'm just not that into the workout. Or I don't want to work out with other people because I'm afraid I'm going to look silly. I hate Brussels sprouts. I can't do that early, later dinner things that Andrea keeps talking about. I've tried meditating. It just, it doesn't work for me. So maybe those are some different things that have ran through your mind at some point. I know those are all things that have ran through my head at some point. You know, I mean, I think everyone has doubts. And like, how can I do that? When I first got introduced to the I can't eat or I early, lighter dinners, I said, I can't eat them. I can't. What? Eat by 6 p.m.? Like 5, 5 and 5.30 is ideal eating time? What? You know, that was something that I was like, I just, no, not for me. But really, why? You know, when you start to unbury some of those, well, is it something that you really want? Sometimes it is. Then you have to kind of dig a little bit deeper into figuring out how can we make them into habits? Because all of those that I just listed, they're long-standing patterns of the mind. And they lack awareness of what your body actually needs. So when we continuously think of things to stop us from achieving what we might truly want for ourselves, we're really shorting ourselves of something that could change our lives. I personally, I waited almost eight years before I took a 200-hour yoga teacher training because I didn't think I was yoga, quote unquote, enough to go through it. I didn't think I was built like a yogi. I'm not super flexible. So I was like, I, why would I become a yoga teacher when I really wanted to do that? Like there was something calling at me for years to do the training. I just didn't have enough courage to do it because my identity was not giving in to those things. I didn't want to give up the, nope, I, I'm just not flexible enough. So that was my story for so many years. I'm sure that you can think of one identity that you truly want or deep in your heart, you know, but you're afraid to show the world that side of you. So when I added yoga to my repertoire, I was afraid to start wearing mala beads or even use some of the language that yoga uses. Because as a personal trainer, there are certain stigmas that are, you know, you're supposed to be your tough love, maybe a drill sergeant. But I found myself, I was on the opposite end of that. You know, I'm much more of a positive cheerleading type you know, and I'm trying to find that effort and ease with my workouts and the yoga routine. And I didn't want to have such rigid rules to follow to get the physique that you want. That was not resonating with me. So that's actually how I developed Peaceful Power, the name in, you know, in itself is because I wanted to find that balance. 
So now we're going to tap on to the last part of that. How do you start letting the world see who you are? So one way that I like to think of all of this is think of it in three layers. First, we have our identity. Then we're going to have our habits. And then the top layer is just how that world sees us. So first, step into that identity that you want to become, that you need to own your truth. So for me, it was saying, I am a yoga teacher, period. You know, not the stories of I'm not flexible as other teachers. Um, I might not have the body type of other teachers. I lift weights. No, releasing all those stories. The next step after you found your identity and you're changing your habits to go with that new identity, that's kind of the next step. Because you know what? If you have this thing that you're trying to get to, well, how do you get there? Well, first, to kind of shift into those new habits, think about, okay, well, if I really loved studying Ayurveda. So for me, stepping into my yoga teacher meant studying it even more in depth. So I wanted to become an expert in that area. So that's what I gravitated towards. Those were the habits that I wanted to incorporate into my life. You know, so I started doing early lighter dinners, early to bed, early to rise, 20 minutes of movement in the morning, meditation daily, having an evening routine. And I've been consistently working on those habits for about five months now. Most day of the, days of the week, they're happening. And that's what matters most. So even if you have an off day, you're still identifying yourself as someone who practices those things. So once you're showing the world your new habits, that is when the world starts to see you differently. So why should you care if the world sees you different? Well, you shouldn't, but we're all human and that's what we do. We like to put people into categories, in boxes. You know, we want to know which friends we can call if we need a good shoulder to cry on. Or we know the friends to call if we need our butts kicked. Or we know the friends to call if we want to, hey, do you want to go work out? So this is kind of the start of your introduction to the world of your new identity. So I've had numerous clients after starting workout programs leave their jobs to start their own business. To me, that's so incredible. You know, and one of those things is just a simple shift in their identity, that they opened up those doors, maybe because they started to work out and just felt a little bit more confident. And then they realized what was possible in their lives. So those are some things that I want you to kind of think about any of those nuggets that we just talked about today, because I really want you to go through and think about in terms of those three layers, you know, starting with that identity. What are you identifying as? Next, building those habits around that identity, whether it be new or old. And then finally, putting that out into the world and not being afraid to own who you truly are. Don't wait eight years like I did to the yoga teacher training. You know, go out there and start tomorrow with that new identity. So let me know um, if this resonated with you. Uh, my new Instagram handle is Andrea Clausen 21 so it should be maybe a little bit easier to find me. And then if you want to connect even more, um, I've started a private Facebook group, which I'm super excited about. 
and I'm just kind of helping women, anyone who wants this identity shift, if this is resonating with you, um, this is something that I, it's kind of a passion project. I want to get in there every day, talk with people. I want to get in do Facebook lives weekly. Like this is going to be something that I'm going to be involved in. Um, and get to know everyone because this is part of my working online and sharing these habits that have helped me so much um, because I want to help even more women, um, especially if you're going through some postpartum stuff. That is one of my areas that is just close to my heart. So if you're looking or interested in this group, it'll be in the show notes and then I'm also, um, it'll be right on the homepage um, at andreaclawson.com. So of my new webpage. And of course, I have a challenge for you like I usually do. So this week's challenge, I want you to track your current habits, create a list of what you want to achieve a year from now from those habits. So maybe they're new, maybe there's something you've already been doing, or maybe um, you have some brand new thing that's sitting in the back of your head that you want to pull out and say, yes, this is who I want to be. All right, so everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.